What is up, podcast fam? Welcome back to the Energy Exchange Podcast, where I sit down with some of the brightest minds in health and wellness and really extract knowledge, wisdom, so that you can implement these different practices and protocols into your life. And I really believe that life is an energy exchange. We're constantly giving, we're constantly receiving. And the more that we can create synchronicity with our energy exchanges, the more our lives will be fulfilled with joy, with abundance, with happiness. And especially with what's going on in the world right now, it's so important that we think outside the box and find ways to really connect with people virtually. And I really encourage you to think about your friends, your family, and see what you can do to exchange energy with those people. I'm so excited for us to be on this journey together. I genuinely appreciate you so much. And let's get in to today's show. What? is up everybody welcome back to the energy exchange podcast i'm still getting used to saying that the the instinct off of my tongue is to go back to the old ways but we're starting a new generation a new movement and i can't think of a better way to start that off than with my guy abraham Casales. And I actually forgot to get a bio from you, from Abraham, to kind of give you an idea of what Abraham does, but I'll give you an improvised version. So Abraham is a marketing, internet marketing entrepreneur, but that is so vague and there's so many of those people out there. But I think what really separates Abraham is that he does all of his work with a lot of intention and always with his clients in mind. What is it that they need to take their lives and their businesses to the next level? So he is a great connector of dots, you know, really helping you go from point A to point B to point C and and, and making it clear and easy because I know for someone like me, you know, a lot of these different systems that we've implemented can be very daunting and intimidating. And you've done an amazing job at like making the transition super seamless. And uh, there's a lot more I could say about Abraham, but that's why we're recording this show. So I'm not gonna steal away all the time. Abraham, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you, I'm happy to be here. Ah, that cacao is good. It's under, some interesting circumstances that we are here, but it's also really cool because it's forcing both of us and I think everyone else to really innovate and improvise and create different things in their life. For instance, I was doing all my podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, in a live studio in Miami mm-hmm. and it's like, that's great, but it also is super limiting because I can only talk to people in Miami and it's expensive right? Like it's expensive. What if I travel for two months? Like 
the whole point of what we're creating is lives where you don't need to be in a set location to bring in a certain amount of income. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think times like these are in a lot of ways, placing a lot of constrictions on people. Uh, but what's cool about constrictions is that they force you to get creative, right? They force you to pivot and, and shift your strategy. That way you can adapt and still get your message out to the world in, in an effective way. Uh, and it's it's really cool seeing you shift from like, let's say having a studio, not letting that hold you back. We're still out here, we're still recording this podcast and uh, yeah, you're still sharing your gift with the world. So uh, I feel a, a lot of people right now are kind of finding different ways to pivot, right? Different ways to still serve the people that they've been serving and this is a good situation for them to adapt to that. Mm. You mentioned when we talk, you talk about, you know, how businesses, companies, entrepreneurs, they're either going to contract yeah. or expand, right? There's really only two ways to go in a situation in these type of circumstances. What do you mean by that when you say like contract? When you say like a business or an entrepreneur is going to contract, what exactly does that mean? Yeah. So a uh, contract is you're letting what's going on outside in the world, right? And uh, the looming economic recession, uh, you're letting that affect how you act and how you go about business. And maybe you're starting to plan uh, accordingly with where the market's going to be and you're maybe looking at, okay, like maybe I should cut a budget here. Um, and, and you're retracting, you're taking less action. You're in a lot of ways tuning a little bit into scarcity and fear, mm -hmm. uh, rather than in expansion, because that's the right. The news is hitting you with that. Like right now it's like, man, like tough times are coming. Uh, like unemployment's about to shoot up from like 3% to 30%. Right. Mm. And, and it's very easy to let that dictate how you operate in your business. Uh, so when I talk about contraction is, is doing less, mm. right? Yeah. So. yeah, and I think that's a great point for people listening, if you're watching right now, is, is what can you do right now to kind of, I don't wanna say like silence everything going on outside, because I still wanna encourage you to be aware of what's going on in the world. However, I don't want that, and I think Abraham's saying the same thing, like we don't want you to let that consume you and change the way that you show up. Unless that means you showing up in a more powerful way, right? Like, like I told you, I'm feeling super inspired to serve at an even higher level when the world needs it most. So, so I think that's so true. So for, for you guys listening, like, um, I always like giving actionable steps that people can take, you know? So what is something one person can do right now listening? Grab a pen and paper. I know you're not driving right now, so I know it's a safe place to get out a pen and paper and start writing and, and bringing more awareness. What's something one person can do to really make sure they don't fall down that trap of the contraction, of the fear, of the scarcity? Do you have anything that maybe they could do and take action on? Right, it's, it's to actually just do that, to pause, right? To pause and see 
take a look and observe, like, have you been already taking those actions of contraction, mm. right? Like, how are you operating, right? Like, where is your thinking going? Because you, you might already be going in a certain direction, right? not knowing that, like, all these outside influences are causing you to shift your strategy in that direction. So that would be the first thing that I would encourage people to do, to pause and take a look at what they've been doing, how they've been adapting to a, this situation, right? And it, to decide or, or to figure out, like, is that aligning with expansion or is it aligning with contraction? Hmm. I love that. I love that. And guys, yeah, it's always good to take inventory and see where you're at. And I think oftentimes we get caught up in the hamster wheel, the rat race of the day-to-day -day grind. And we don't actually just stop and look like, okay, where am I at? Like, these are the things I told myself I wanted to create. You know, January 1st, you probably have some resolutions some goals you want to achieve, right? And oftentimes we don't revisit those things until the next year. Mm -hmm. So this is such a good time, like you mentioned, to just slow the fuck down and really get clear, like where you're at and where do you want to go? So I love that. Like where are you at right now? Like what things are you doing well? What things maybe aren't working? And, and what changes do you want to implement? Yeah. And I think it's also a great time to think about where the people that you serve, where are they at currently in terms of like, a, what are they thinking about, right? How is what's going on in the world affecting them, affecting their businesses? Because there's no doubt that things are changing. And it, as a marketer, it, we have to adapt to meet people where they're going to be, right? As uh, let's say you're, if, if you're serving someone, they're going to be in a totally different space. And for you to be able to connect with them, you have to be able to understand what that space looks like. And you have to uh, try to, to communicate with that. Hmm, yeah, and I think a great thing, just to give you guys a real world example, we were talking before this, you know, I work with some high level executives, entrepreneurs, business owners, who are going through tough times right now because they're having to lay off people mm -hmm. um, out of necessity. They're having to really figure out how they're going to handle and put out fires right now. And it's tough, it's stressful, and that stress is gonna accumulate and really affect every other area of their life. So first of all, it's like, okay, are you taking care still of your morning routine, like your basics? Are you moving, are you hydrating? Like these things that we instill in you, are you taking care of those things? Right, because if you fill your own, own cup up, you're gonna be much more likely to respond in a better way rather than just react. And, uh, and we were talking like, listen, these are people who are running businesses, they're running companies, they might have huge teams, you know, 25, 50, 100, 500 people, and now all of a sudden these people are working remotely. Like mm -hmm. they're spending way more time with their families. So now, looking at life and business from their perspective, how can I come in and empathize mm -hmm. and offer value? Like, and we talked about that and that's why, you know, a lot of my existing clients, I told them, I was like, I want to 
get everyone in your team on a Zoom virtual workshop. Like, don't worry about paying me for it. I just want to make sure and, and supply a little bit of calm and stability in a time that feels very, uh, very tension filled and uncertain. It's like, how can I, at least even if it's for that hour, you know, how can I add a little life, add a little joy, and hopefully that carries over and makes some sort of impact down the road. No, that's key because you're shifting your strategy, right? Like you took the time to understand where the people that you serve are currently at, what they're going through, and you've crafted an offer, right? And that's going to allow you to serve them in this new place that they're at. And I think that's um, it's an interesting segue into how you're maintaining yourself through throughout these times, right? How you're making money and how you're shifting your strategy right. uh, to to continue to to be able to not just get through these times, but to be able to uh, thrive, right? And I think a lot of a lot of people uh, are in that juncture where they're like, maybe they were serving a, a certain community, maybe their clients in a certain way, and because of what happened, now they're not able to serve them in the same way, mm -hmm. right? Or maybe they haven't taken the time to realize that their clients are at a different spot, and they're still trying to serve them in a way that's mm -hmm. no longer connecting with them. A lot of times what that happens is your clients become unresponsive. The people that you serve stop tuning in because you're no longer communicating with them, right? Because right. you haven't taken the time to uh, understand them. Got it. Uh, so it goes back to, to what we were just touching on, the, the importance of empathy and your ability to create something, bring it to the world, and roll people into your vision and get paid for it. Mm. Yeah, and that's that's powerful. That's what we're going to dive into in a moment. And I think, like you said, it's such an important time because this period, like we've talked about before, this is really going to make or break your relationships, your business. So it's like if you can if you can provide calm and you can provide value to your clients to your patients, to whoever it is you serve in these moments of time, like that is gonna transcend so powerfully. Like they're gonna remember that shit forever. You know, like, oh my gosh, like, you know, Abraham, you know, things were so tough during that time for my family and I, and Abraham was so compassionate and he hopped on these extra calls that like he wasn't obligated to and he just talked us through so many things. Like that's the type of stuff they're gonna remember. And I really encourage people, you know, listening, like if you do have clients, if you do, you know, even this is relevant if you have kids, like if you're running a family, you know, like this is a time where you're gonna be able to reference back and be like, wow, that that moment of time really made us stronger and more connected, or that's when things kind of got exposed and, and, and things fell apart. Um, so I met you, like, it, it, back to our encounter, I mean, super serendipity, like so much serendipity involved, and, and like, I, I really think you were, like the person I needed in my life at that moment in time. Like, mm -hmm. and that's like the definition, right? Of like synchronicity. For sure. Um, so, so just to kind of give a brief little 
background, Abraham came to, we first met at like a Mind Valley event here in Miami. Then uh, Abraham came to like a workout I was hosting, right? And that's when we kind of first had like a real conversation. Uh, and then the person you were with, Marjan, mentioned that you guys were doing like a Joe Dispenza. You guys were going to Bogota, Colombia in like a month for a Joe Dispenza three-day workshop. I was like, like that's pretty cool. Like I want to go to Colombia. Literally like that Wind day. Yeah, it was like the next day because it was Daybreaker at the same place the next day. And I remember I got my ticket, literally just did it right then. Like, and that's intuition. It just felt like the right thing to do. And then you and I started talking more and you kind of got a better understanding of what I do, my strengths, my weaknesses. And same thing for me. And Abraham, um, he mentioned like craft and offer when he was speaking earlier. And I think it's so important because so many of us, so many of you and, and you listening right now, like you have something that you wanna share, but you probably just haven't figured out how you're gonna share that thing and who you wanna share it with. And what I've kind of picked up on is like when you kind of get clear with that niche, like this is who I want to serve. I want to serve single moms, right? I want to serve CEO, entrepreneur, busy, busy guys like that. I want to serve chiropractors, like getting super specific and not just chiropractors, like upper cervical chiropractors, yeah. right? Like you can get super niche and a lot of times that provides the clarity you need and then you know, okay, this is how I'm gonna message. This is how I'm going to speak to. I'm speaking to their pain points. And I think you just helped clarify so much of that. Like literally, like I can't even, this show would be three or four hours long if you're gonna go into all of the ways you've helped. But just can you maybe talk about, let's, let's, put, let's put it in a position of a yoga teacher right now where all of their income is dependent on them teaching classes and teaching privates. All of a sudden, now, they can't do either one of those things. Mm -hmm. Of course, they can teach virtual classes on Instagram, like donation-based classes. Yes, of course, but really, when it comes down to it, like you're losing out on 80 or 90% of your income. Yeah. So I'm talking, let, let's first talk about like that yoga teacher, that personal trainer, that nutritionist, right? Who really relies on like physical presence, like I was with my clients uh, for a majority of their income. You know, like, can we use the yoga example? Is that a good one maybe? Yeah. Like yoga we can, teacher? We can roll with that. Okay, sure. cool. So like, what would be something that, that yoga instructor listening could do to start crafting that offer and developing that offer and really getting more clear. Right. So, so we're talking about finding ways to supplement the income that you just lost, right? Or not just supplement, but perhaps finding new ways of a, again, generating income. Right. So a, you have to, again, start with the people that you're serving, right? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people, so for example, in, in the case of, of someone that teaches yoga, um, you have to find ways to be able to provide that value, I guess in this case, online, right? So you, 
you have to, again, start with empathy, right? Like, where are people at right now? And then you have to uh, look at the different things that you can provide in terms of value, right? So you could provide online classes, but like everybody's doing that, right? So you have to find ways uh, to go deeper, right? Mm -hmm. Ways to to really uh, provide a relief for the tension that your clients are feeling. So uh, in this case, I would pick like, if, if you're a yoga teacher, right? Uh, you want to pick someone that you want to create this thing for, right? An avatar. An avatar. So uh, let's say this yoga teacher wants to serve moms, right? Who at this point, like they're stressed at home because now they're dealing uh, with their kids. Now they're dealing with their husbands. Mm. Um, uh, uh, just being home all the time and, and there's a lot of tension, right? There's a lot of tension. And if you're able to identify where that tension is and the person that you're seeking to serve, you can find a way to create something that relieves that tension. Mm. Um, and it, it, it's a different approach because a lot of people approach it in the sense that like, okay, I have this thing Right. And now I want to push it onto people. But uh, let's be honest, people like we're, we tend to be very self-interest, right? Like we only care. Um, it's not we only care, but like we, we tend to be uh, just look out for yeah, for our best interest. So like right. if you're not speaking to something that's going to relieve that tension that that person's feeling, um, it's going to be tough for you to even get their attention in the first place. Right. So I would get really clear on who that person is that you want to serve yeah. and then look at the different things that you can do to go a little deeper mm. with them. Right. Yeah. A, rather than let's say just an online class. Cause a lot of people are doing that. I love that. So I'm going to paraphrase um, and let me know if I'm doing a good or good, good job or not, but really figuring it, first of all, empathy, right? Like seeing where that person is like and having compassion for their situation. Like, wow, you are a mother, like you mentioned. And now, you know, you, your kids aren't at school, right? Like all of a sudden there's way more responsibilities thrown at you. Your husband, if you have one, is now likely at home with you no. rather than work. So now the whole family dynamic has shifted. So you have to really put yourself in that person's shoes and see like, wow, how has their life shifted? And how can you really, like you said, relieve tension? It's funny that we use yoga because that's, you know, like the physical tension, yes, but also, also that resistance, that emotional, every type of tension, right? And, and I think it's so important, like if you're a teacher, right? Or if you're a trainer, like look at who you're serving now. Like look who's coming to your class. You know, you probably have 20, 30 people coming to your class. Most likely, they all share a few things in common. Mm -hmm. So really getting clear with that. And I think sometimes as someone who's taught classes, like you're so just in the moment of teaching that you don't really observe, 
right? Like you, you're so kind of caught up, like, am I going to lead a good class? Are they going to like this flow, right? What am I going to say to inspire them? Like what mantras am I going to use today? It's like, well, let's actually, first of all, look who we're, we're talking to. Because there's, I know there's people and their, their classes serve like, you know, older people you're talking, I'm not, when I say older, I mean like 50s, 60s, right? Who are trying to get out of a lot of pain. They probably aren't working as much now. So they have more time on their hands. They have more financial freedom. And then there's some studios that really appeal to like younger professionals, you know? So it's more twenties and this is like a big way of social interaction for them, right? Like after work, instead of happy hour, maybe they could do yoga or maybe they do their yoga before happy hour. But being able to distinguish and identify who you're serving is so important. And then that enables you to have deeper understanding of their situation. And then, and then from there, you can keep on going, like you said. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's a first step, right? And then the second step is, okay, how can I relieve that tension? Right. And, and there's going to be something that you're like an action that you're going to do, maybe a, a, a product, an idea that's going to come to mind, how you can help that person relieve that tension that they're experiencing. Right. And then that takes us to the second step in the process. When, once you've identified that tension and that way to relieve that tension, well, now you got to find a way to package that, mm-hmm. right? In a tangible way uh, that whenever you present it to this person, this person uh, sees it as like, well, like this is the thing that like I was looking for, or this thing makes sense. Because you can't just bring something that's not organized to someone and say, hey, I have this thing, I, I can help you, but it's not, it's not really clear. So you have to package it and because like think of apple like what if they just threw a bunch of electronics at you and said hey here's an iphone right they don't do that right they take the time to package things to organize them uh, to create something tangible that's going to be of use to you that they're going to be able to say hey we created this with you in mind here's this thing and and at that point when the value exceeds what it's asking, what, what's being asked in return for that thing, money exchanges hands. So I would say like after you find that thing, the second step is to get clear on what that is and package it. Mm. And, and that might be as simple as naming, a giving, giving your product a name, right? So, so for like, let's say, let's talk about what we did with you, Jeremy. Uh, you have so much value when it comes to helping people elevate their energy, when it comes to uh, uh, just helping people with their nutrition, when it comes to movement, when it comes to, to emotions, right? And, and we had all this value when we first started working together and we thought, okay, like how do we package this into something tangible that we can provide to someone that's looking for this exact same thing? Mm. And that's when we started working on Thrive. Right and thrive is that all of that value that you had as a person to that that you could offer to someone, and we decided, okay, like who would benefit the most from this thing, right? That, that's where we first started, and we we figured out that for you, it was executive, right? Like C-level executives that are managing large teams that are under a lot of stress, uh, and the way we 
narrowed it down was CEOs that are successful in business, but perhaps they've led other uh, areas uh, kind of slack and they're not successful in other areas of life. Right. So we talked about from going from successful in business to be to going to successful in life, right? And that's where Thrive came into place. So for this, uh, this person that's looking uh, to create this product, that's the second step to package it and to give it a name, right? Like create um, a collateral materials for it, whether it's a PDF that outlines what that thing is for that person, that way when you talk to that person, it's not just an idea, but you can show them like, hey, like I have this thing that I created for you, and this is gonna help you do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so true. And I think, you know, Seth Godin talks a lot about like this idea of like the key and the lock. Yeah. Like I see so many people, uh, you're creating a key, but you don't know what that key is necessarily opening up, right? So it's so important to figure out that lock first. First, yes. Find the lock, and that lock being the tension, the pain points, the person you want to serve, mm -hmm. and then the key being your product, exactly. your service, the solution, and painting that clear picture of like you're gonna you're gonna go from here. And then I'm gonna help take you to here. And being super clear with that. And these are things I struggled with and, and you've helped me a lot in terms of just the messaging. And, and once you get clarity on that, it provides so much flow in terms of like we spoke about, like creating copy, creating content. Um, okay, like it, it purifies your priorities. And that's what I love because now I'm like so tuned in. Okay. And, and, then, and then I think a lot of people listening right now, another thing that Seth Godin references is like this lifeguard story. Mm -hmm. Like we tend to have imposter syndrome. Like chances are you're listening right now. Like you have something very unique to offer, but there's some self doubt that starts to creep in. And that I feel like even, even before like the packaging and the organization, I feel like you need to address your mindset. And I feel like that comes first before all of this because chances are you have these stories, these limiting beliefs that your, your product or your service, it's not good enough. Like who are you to you know, charge $150 a, an hour for, for a coaching session or a consultation or what uh, energy healing, whatever it may be. But once you start getting through some of that and like Abraham said, like identifying pain points with your client, same identify pain points with yourself. Like what is it that's holding you back from asking for what you deserve and, and really creating creating that product, that service, and that life that you desire because you deserve it. And I think once you're able to tap into the, the inner critic, you know, like the monkey brain, mm -hmm. because we all have it. And like, it, it, it likes to rear its ugly head. Uh, when you start getting closer to that thing, that's where like resistance comes in too. And you feel that and like doing the stuff that Abraham and I have done, you know, and he's created, he's helped me uh, create this program and, and a lot of possibilities. Like we've done a lot 
in like three weeks. And I'm not gonna lie, like there's no chance, like 0.0% chance I could have done this by myself. Like 0.0, trust me. And like that's, that's what I knew. Like I knew I had something to offer, but I also knew that I'm like, these other things aren't my strengths and they drain my energy. And like, it's perfect when you connect with someone mm-hmm. and like, that's their, that's like their passion, their strength. And now it's like, it's like passion, proficiency, passion, proficiency. And now we just join forces. So I really encourage people listening. Like you may have a skewed vision of money. Like maybe you think money is the root of all evil. Maybe in your childhood, you were taught that like rich people are bad, but when it comes down to it, you know, the more income you bring in, the more impact you're able to make in the world. And, and, and I think it's really the best time to do it right now. Like, you know, you might've gotten laid off. You might have much less business than before. And now is the time to really like get clear. Like we spoke about earlier, like, what do you want to create? And, and let's start getting clarity and then finding someone like you, man. I think I've, I've told a lot of coaches and and trainers who have kind of like reached out to me and they are people who have like been in my circle and they're always you know just kind of asking for tips and advice and I was like guys like like I I get what you're asking but it it, it can't be solved with like a simple response like there comes a point where you need help like if you're trying to take things to another level like sometimes it, 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 the best thing you can do is finding that person who has that unique s- set of skills. And that's like what you are, man. And, and, um, and I think everyone like, you know, Abraham, it, and we'll link to like how you can get in touch with him. We're going to offer you guys something special, you know, for listening to the show and tuning in. He's agreed. We said like a, a like a free 10 minute talk, like conversation. Yeah. It can like hit you up. If, if someone is at a place where they know they have something that they want to offer, maybe because of what just change in, in the world, right? What we're all going through. Maybe you've, you're in a situation where you are forced to pivot, right? Um, more than willing to talk to you and help you find clarity on like, okay, mm. like this is, because that's the first step, right? Like you have to uh, have somewhere where you want to go. And that's where I believe I was able to provide a lot of value to you was now it was like, let's go this way, right? Like I see you have so much to offer. Let's package it in this way. And let's let's go in this direction. And I feel a lot of people right now, like they have so much value to provide. And I see it. I have, um, I keep attracting these types of people into my life, or the people that that I can help, that have a skill, uh, that have a gift, uh, that have a way of providing value to the world, but they don't know how to package it. They don't know what's gonna be the next step. So if if you find yourself in that situation right now, I'd be more than willing to have a conversation with you and give you that clarity or point you in the direction that's gonna best serve you. Yeah. So I just, we're going to call it a clarity call. Clarity call. I love it. Clarity call with Casales. Let's go. That's dope, right? Yeah. CCC. CCC. Let's clarity go. Clarity call with Casales. Yeah. So, so guys, it, 
like we spoke about, you know, in terms of this is an area where a lot of people and companies are going to contract or they're going to expand. And I just really want to harp on the fact that, you know, during no one really knows where the economy is going to go from here, but we know that the world is a different place. And uh, rather than trying to, you know, consume a lot of energy and time evaluating where exactly things are going to go, what I encourage you to do is really invest in yourself because that is recession proof. You know, you accumulating more skills, you accumulating more strengths and really gaining more understanding and clarity on what it is that you're doing and what it is you really want to create moving forward. Like, I think it's so important to take advantage of this time. And, and that's really generous, man, that you're, that you're offering that, you know, I, I know 10 minutes with you, like would provide so much value for someone like literally like hopping on the call guys, like, trust me, I know Abraham, Abraham isn't, uh, an inexpensive, he, he isn't inexpensive to work with. But again, guys, like you shouldn't, if, if you have a skill that's valuable, you need to understand that value. And like in the case of Abraham, I can promise you, I can promise you, you know, hopping on a call with him, will open your eyes to some possibilities. So I really encourage you in this time, like don't waste this opportunity. Like we're literally handing you a golden opportunity. Like there's no strings attached. Um, so make sure to check out the show notes for that offer, for that information. Um, actually, let's, is it, let's do it this way. So in the show notes, can you link to my Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you want to actually write it right there? Yeah. Why and don't you write it right there? What we can do is if someone's interested, just like have them mention the show, just send me a DM yeah. and we can start that conversation. Perfect. Uh, you brought up a great point and is investing in yourself, right? For some people, you might be at a point where you're ready to package something into an offer, into a product and bring it to the market. Yeah. For some people, you might be at a point where you need to start to developing that thing, right? And the best way to do that is to figure out the direction that you want to go and start investing in yourself. Because when you invest in yourself and you're aware of that investment that you're making in yourself, you can get others to invest in you. Yeah. And that's super powerful whenever you're trying to get paid for your products. Like that frame of like, yo, I have this thing and I know that it can serve you because I've taken the time to invest in myself and my product and my offering. Uh, it's gonna be a key part of the process and you being able to get paid uh, for what you do. Mm. Yeah, so Abraham's gonna put that in there. If you guys are watching right now on, on IG Live, I'm actually going to add this to our, so you guys can all tune in. Appreciate you guys all watching. Guys, if you if you have any questions, sorry, let me speak into the mic. If you have any questions about anything we're talking about, just drop Abraham a line. There's, there's no underscores or anything. No. What's up, everybody? I'm just gonna put it right here too. Um, reach out to him. Abraham, two L's, I got it now. 
Casayas. What up, podcast fam? I'm sorry for interrupting the show, but I want to make sure that you're prioritizing your immunity. And the best way to do that is with the ultimate shrooms. This is eight organic mushroom fruiting bodies designed to drive your white blood cell count up and really boost your immunity. So there's no better time to prioritize your health than right now. All you got to do is go to liveultimate.com slash podcast. Do it now. Do it now, fam. The time is now. Don't wait until tomorrow. Liveultimate.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the show. And guys, like doing this multitasking at its finest, but, but yeah. And, and just to, I don't want to dive so deep and talk too much about what I'm doing and how you helped me. Um, but I, I will just provide a little context. You know, uh, most of my income was, let me bring this here. All right, cool. Most of my, can you actually finish posting this? Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to finish it. Sorry. Let me just finish what I started and then I'll go to my next thing. Okay, post, and let me pin this. Pin comment, cool, awesome. So, so guys, um, so what I was saying is that most of my income before I met Abraham was tied into my in-person clients, you know, coaching clients that I met in person, you know, speaking gigs here and there. Um, some different work I did with small businesses and their teams, and then also like Live Ultimate, right? But but I would say 75% of it was tied into my physical presence. And I knew for a while, like I wanted to change that, mm -hmm. you know? But I, I also wanted to be super intentional. Like I knew I didn't want to do like a 30 day transformation program, something like that. Like that wasn't authentic to who I was. I wanted to create something that really promoted uh, habits, like healthy habits and not needing me after like, like being confident and consistent with yourself because you made that commitment. And like you said, when you invest in yourself, you know, like for, for example, for this, like $3,500, when you put that type of investment into something, you take it seriously. And a lot of people undervalue themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you're gonna have like a $5 a month app or a, a, a $30 class, a $30 one-on-one -on -one private session, like you have to think about the, uh, the person on the other side of that. Like if they miss it, like to them, it's not that big of a deal. Oh, whatever. It was like $10. Right. And, and when someone invests that type of money, like they are making a commitment and that commitment's serious. Like, and, and that's when you really have to deliver. You have to deliver the goods. Like you have to be that lifeguard that can go out and save that person who's drowning right? And not just sit in the chair, you actually have to take action. And I think what was so amazing was like all the limiting beliefs I had 
about everything. You know, when we enrolled the first person in the program and then like started creating the content, right? Like that content creation process started really like the forming of like how we're gonna do this. So like one weekly one-on-one -on -one call, then we're gonna have this accountability checklist. We're gonna do the course here and really make it high quality, like high, high quality content. So each client understands like this is really important, not only to you, but to me too. Like I care about you and I want you to have the most meaningful experience. And then getting that first client, like, I'll never forget. And like calling you on my balcony, I was like so juiced. And I was like, wow, this is happening. Like it's real. And, and, and then that creates momentum and that builds confidence. It's always gonna be really scary at first. There's always, always gonna be resistance. There's always going to be uh, this sense of what if, what if I fail? What if uh, no one wants it? What if, I'm not good enough. Like all of these things will pop in. That's part of the process. That means you're going the right direction. You know, like keep leaning into those and like being aware when those things come in and then being able to like grow through them. And, and yeah, bro, like that's where you helped me so much. Like guys, just, just to kind of communicate, like I really would love to show you like everything like on my computer that, that Abraham's helped me with. Um, but really like some of the, I, I would say like the key things are, we talked about getting super clear with who you're talking to um, and, and understanding that avatar, understanding their pain points and really being able to talk to them in a way that's compassionate and like not pushy. And I think some people have limiting beliefs about the idea of selling. Mm -hmm. And we talk about the idea of sharing. Like, sharing and enrolling people into your vision, right? Getting them to a, to buy into a, what you're offering. And if you made that thing for them, right? If you had them in mind when you created this thing, it's really easy to go to them and say like, hey, like I have this thing. I know that you're dealing with this problem, right? Uh, I took the time to understand where you're at and it, there's a way for, for you to, to solve that problem and that is the solution, this product that I made for you. And it, it, it's a beautiful thing when you create a product in that way because you're helping people uh, in, in your case, you're helping people transform, right? Mm. You're taking them from X to Z, right? And, and they're becoming better because of your product and your product should aim to do that, right? And, and when you create it with that intention, it's gonna be very well received. There's gonna be very little resistance because that person's gonna, when they see it and, and you talk to them, they're like, man, like this is like, you should, they should get a feeling of like relief, like man, like this is what I've been looking for, right? Mm. And that's when you know you did it right. And perhaps you won't get this right off the bat but you'll get useful information hmm. that will get you closer to, in, in marketing we call it product market fit, 
right? That's when like companies really take off. And, and like, like if we, let's say, look at an Airbnb, if we look at an Uber, if we look at a, at a Dropbox, in the beginning stages of their company, um, their products are very flexible and they're, they're putting their product out into the market and they're seeing how the market interacts with them. Mm. And that gives them feedback about right. how to make that product better. And when they find that product market fit is when these companies really take off. That's when uh, these companies go global, right? But they always seek to serve a specific audience in the beginning. So I'll tell you an interesting story about Uber. Uh, when they first started getting their product out into the market, they didn't seek to serve the whole world how they're doing it now, Yeah. right? They seek to serve tech entrepreneurs, mm. right? So when people would go to South by Southwest, they would give free rides from and to the hotels, right? And they seek to serve this, this market. And they seek to make their products so good that when you're a tech entrepreneur and you, you, you experience this product and you say like, it was so amazing, you would tell your friends and you would remark about it. And it took them a bit to get to that point. Right. So, for example, with Airbnb, right, at first it was air, bed and breakfast. That was their first product offering. So it, the way the product worked is uh, somebody in the house, they offered your room and they literally brought you into their home and they made your breakfast in the morning and, and they offered you stay. And that's how it started. Right, and that was like their first offering, and then they adapted to what we know Airbnb today as, which is like this huge company that that uh, serves billions of people and has created so much opportunity mm. uh, for so many people. But it didn't start that way, yeah. right? But they took that first step of right putting this into the market and saying, "Hey, I made this for you." Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I love that. Like that's so that's so cool that feedback loop you spoke about. And I think it's really important like with people listening now, like ask your clients, ask your friends, ask your whoever it is that you serve, like ask them for feedback. You know, uh, ask like what they enjoy about your class or ask what it is they enjoy about your service, your interactions and ask them like what areas do you think I can improve at? And, and when you get that constant feedback, you're able to improve consistently. And I think one thing that like both Uber and Airbnb did an amazing job of is like they identified a problem, yeah. right? They identified a problem like, okay, taxis like are so inconsistent mm -hmm. and it's like, you have to like call one or get lucky and at the right place and right, right time and like hail one. Just like the thought of me speaking this sounds crazy. Like, wow, like we fucking used to do that. Or, or like you would have to drive, you would have to find parking. Uh, you would have to have a friend pick you up or a friend drive. Like there's so much tension mm -hmm. in that marketplace that they helped relieve. Yeah. And I think when you speak about tension, like that's a perfect example. Like think about all of the tension there was before Uber. And now it's like, I, I just remember these conversations, man, like in high school and college, like, hey man, like who's gonna DD tonight? Like who's gonna designate drive? Like, hey, I'm gonna drink. Like, and that's what we would do, right? And, and that's responsible. But like it, it, it now, now Uber's just, again, innovated in such a cool way. 
and now they serve everywhere for the most part. They've disrupted the market in really powerful ways. And I know that's upset like taxi companies, but when it comes down to it, their service, their product is better because the, the, the people always speak, the market will tell you. The, we, we, we talk about this like water is wet, rocks are hard and results don't lie. Like if people still wanted to take cabs, then cabs would be doing well right now. They wouldn't be going out of business. You know, and I'm sure there's a couple cab companies out there that, you know, in, innovated and used like that whole thing as an example. Like, wow, how can we actually provide a really unique experience for the people that get in our cabs, you know, and, and, and do something like that. But most of them, sad reality is, is they fold it because someone solved the problem in a better way. Yeah. And uh, the beautiful thing is that if you're able to be the first person to identify that that first of all that spot where there is tension and be the first person that gets there in this case uber right you bought like you will have a huge advantage over people that will come after you mm. because you'll be the market leader right and a that's something that like seth godin also talks about is you should seek uh, to do something that like people are not doing. You don't want to be, let's say, another yoga teacher teaching classes on Instagram online because every other yoga teacher is doing that right now. You want to find that tension that hasn't been relieved yet. In the case of Uber, like we didn't even know that we were experiencing tension, right? Yeah. The fact that like you just thought it was normal to have to wait five, 10 minutes to get a cab sometimes if you were in a busy New York street, right? And then you get into the cab and uh, hope that, that you're gonna have a good experience in it, right? Like we just thought that was uh, the way things were, but Uber empathized with the market said, hmm, maybe things could be a little different. There's a little bit of tension here. Let's see how we can make this better. And that's a beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur is that if you do things right, people, the world will become better because of your offering. And you'll be able to to help them on, on on this journey of life that they're in, so. Yeah, man, and and that that's really powerful. Um, yeah, and, and, and something that I, I wrote down that I think it, it makes more and more sense the more that I just look at it, you know, this idea of, just to close the loop of what we were speaking about before, um, the idea of selling versus sharing, mm -hmm. right? Because what do you call someone if they don't share? Like in, in elementary school, like, hey buddy, like, do you, can you share your snack? Like, no. <laughs> yeah, what do you <laughs> right. call that person? They're selfish. Right, exactly. Yeah. You call that person selfish for not sharing. So you listening right now, you have a gift, you have a unique skill, you have a talent, and by not sharing it, you're being extremely selfish. So without trying to sound like an asshole, I hope that reframe gives you a little perspective because 
I'm telling you, man, like the world needs you right now at, at a higher vibration to step up. So this is an opportunity. Like if there's one thing I want you guys to leave this with is obviously book that clarity call with Abraham. Like actually, like I'm probably going to book one too. Um, but, but is, is to really like recognize that you have this unique gift, you have this unique skill and, and you've probably been hiding it on some scale, right? Like maybe you are sharing it in some capacity, but like you said, there's so many yoga teachers mm -hmm. and like, that's the thing why I think get people get caught up with, uh, and this is another topic, but like when you talk about like building a brand or building your personal brand, right? People get too tied up to one thing, in my opinion, like you are fitness. That's cool. But do you really want everything? And in some cases it's going to help you. Like if you're like, like a fucking savage, like there's people I know that are crushing it, but it's like also now your whole identity is being attached to this one thing. But the chances are you probably have other things you're passionate about. You know, like for me, people told me all the time, like, dude, like just post more workout stuff, like post more workout, stick to that. Like, that's the good shit. Like you get way higher engagement. But for me, I understood that there's so much more to health and wellness and happiness than fucking fitness, like than having like a six pack. Like there's so much more. So yeah, maybe I could have like, got more engagement, built a bigger following by just doing like shirtless workout videos, maybe, probably. But now that I'm seeing the bigger picture where I've found a way to your credit to package all of these different components together, we're able to make such a bigger impact and, and, and not just fitness. Because right now, fucking, you go on Instagram, you go on any platform, it's like, here, fitness workouts, like at home, quarantine workouts. It's like, cool, man, like, and that's valuable, like, keep sharing those. But there comes a point where it's like, okay, like, what do you do to provide a unique experience? Yeah, you definitely have to find ways to go deeper. Mm. And and that's where we go back to, to step one, right? Like, where's the market at? What are they experiencing? And, and how can you help them? And how, right now, like, I'm just curious because you are still just getting started, but you've already had a lot of success and like the systems that you have and the skill set that you have. One of the things I admire a lot about you is, uh, is the way that you've invested in yourself. And we talked about that. Like, guys, this guy, you, you invested in a $12,000 course. $12,000 course. Twelve. When I didn't have $12,000 to invest in a course, but I understood that a, by me investing into this mastermind, this mentorship, I would get access to information mm. that would allow me to get to the next level, that would allow me to serve my clients at a higher level. Not just that, it would allow me to get paid at higher, uh, to be able to command higher prices right. uh, for my offerings. And then not just at a technical level, but also like, I knew I had more value to offer yeah. because I had invested in myself. Mm. And when I spoke with clients, they felt that coming from me because there was congruence. Yeah. And 
like I wasn't just saying like, yo, like I got this thing I could do this for mm. you, but they felt it, right? Like, and it, I would advise you to do it in that way, right? To, to I'm sure like your listeners, like they're not gonna just create something half-assed and try to just get money for it. But you have you have curated an audience that they're a little bit more conscious and they're gonna be more aligned with actually helping people move in a positive direction. Mm. So yeah, investing in, in myself was uh, probably the, one of the things that's, that allowed me to get to where I'm at uh, in a much quicker way. And there was a lot of resistance to investing into those masterminds. Uh, but I've always leaned into resistance and I've understood that when you do that and when you step a little bit outside of your comfort zone, that's when you grow as a person and that's when the new opportunities will, will start to happen. It will start popping up for you, new synchronicities. Mm. It will, will start uh, showing up for you because you're leaning into uh, your potential. And right. I feel when you're playing it safe, right? And when you're in your comfort zone, the, the universe doesn't like that, right? Mm. The universe is not gonna uh, present the right opportunities to you. The universe is not gonna put the right people in front of you. Like we, we, like we met through pure synchronicity, right? And like, it was a perfect fit. Like it, it almost seems like, like it was scripted and, and I can tell you from my experience, stuff like this, the magic, didn't I didn't start to see the magic until I started leaning into my potential and mm. stepping out into my out of my comfort zone. Yeah, and something that came up for me like when you're talking about this is I think that might be a big reason why people struggle to charge a price that they deserve because they probably haven't invested in themselves. Like sure you might have uh, you might have done like a yoga teacher training just to go back to the yoga example or you might have spent a couple hundred dollars here or there but like did you have you ever really like made that investment it doesn't necessarily need to be money but a lot of times it does require a financial investment to really level up and, and I think that might be something that kind of just came to me is like because I noticed so many people struggling to even just have money conversations. Like it gets super uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, they, they, they've had clients for two years and it's like they haven't raised their price once, even though their skill set and their mindset has really expanded. And it's like, like why? Like, oh, well, you, you know, they've been my client for two years and like, I don't know how they're gonna respond if I ask for $20 more per hour. Well, have you asked? Like, have you thought about communicating this effectively, like letting them know how you've grown as a person, how you've grown as a coach and how you believe that you warrant this elevation and ooh, price. <laughs> I was holding, like I, I did like a couple more while you were talking. For those who don't know, I just let one out. <laughs> we're not keeping, I don't think you can get this virus through <laughs> Yeah, that'd be super funny. This is energy exchange. Yeah, exactly. So, by the way, just 
I'm bummed because bro, like a lot of people were asking, like they were responding really well to the stuff you were saying. So like, I didn't want to seem distracted. Like we, we had a lot of people tune in. Uh, I want to save the video, but I think my storage is full. I also think a lot of people had questions. A lot of people were giving questions, yeah. bro, and it stopped recording. Man, that's, that stinks. Cause, uh, <laughs> yeah, that blows, but uh, is there a way to go back and, and save that video and still get on the live? That way we can yes. see if we can get some of those questions So what we answered. need to, so like, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this show up in a sec. What I think I need to do is find some like long videos I've saved, delete them, and then hopefully this will save. Sorry guys, we are just, uh, we're just figuring out because we did an IG live while we had this and uh, over 200 of you came through and a lot of you guys were asking questions. So I was trying to read them as we were recording, but also give Abraham my full presence and attention. Um, and the IG live like ended super abruptly and the space is all filled up on my phone. So we're going to try and figure this out. But again, uh, again, talking about that idea of like investing, really, I, I encourage you guys to evaluate because right now, like you don't need, if you're listening to this and like you graduated college, whatever, that's amazing. If you're in a place where you didn't, that's also amazing. Like that money that you would have wasted most likely on college can actually go towards education that you care about, that you're passionate about. So invest right now. The time has never been better to like invest in an online course, you know, like a certification, like learn some new skills. There's so much good stuff out there. Um, and and yeah, I really just want to encourage you guys. I like plead with you to like use this time to to take yourself to the next level. And then by doing that, you're going to feel more confident asking for what you deserve. You know, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I just want to let you like if there's something we didn't touch upon today, you know, I think we're going to have to have a round two, maybe a round three. Um, but if there's something that you really wanted to leave the listeners with and address, this would be a great time to do so. For sure. So times have changed. I think we can, we can agree on that. And, and we're going through change right now with what's going on. A lot of people are getting laid off from companies mm. and the security I'm, I'm putting this security in quotes that they thought was there. They're realizing that it's, it's a mirage, mm -hmm. right? That that paycheck that they thought that they were going to get because they enroll into someone else's vision is no longer going to come. Right. And it's a great time to pivot. It's a great time to, so for example, Grant Cardone, he just laid off about 50 people from 80, his company, 80, 80. 80 people. Wow. Like more than almost half. So at one point, Grant Cardone opened an advertising agency. And as a marketer, I said, how cool would it be to go work with Grant Cardone? And I had a conversation and a job was offered to me. I didn't take it. Right. But it seemed like a great opportunity. Mm. 
I decided to bet on myself and not take that mirage of job and income security. And that advertising agency that Grant created alongside with Frank Kern, that was the first, they closed that whole division. That thing no longer exists. If I would have decided to go along with their vision, hmm. I would be, I would not have a job. I would have not developed the skills that I have now. And as an online entrepreneur, I have a confidence in my ability to create products, to provide value to the market and to get paid for it. And I feel a lot of people don't have that and they're relying on companies for them to be able to make a living. And a lot of people are noticing maybe that wasn't such a good idea, right? Maybe it's time to pivot and maybe it's time to look for something that's more secure. And I genuinely believe that investing in yourself, if you're being called to it and, and taking, making that pivot, which you're probably feeling a lot of resistance if you're at that junction, uh, I encourage you to go for it, to, to follow that intuition and lean into that. Mm, uh, and I feel as good when you lean in. Yeah, and not try to, not try to just go back to how things were. Like lean into that, There's gonna, you're gonna go through a lot of growth. Uh, it's, it's not gonna be easy, but it's gonna be worth it. Mm, I love that, yeah, and that's a great way, a great place to close. You know, whether it's with Grant Cardone or these other companies that are laying people off, you know, uh, that perceived idea of security and stability really got bashed. Uh, and, and, you know, ultimately you have the ability to create stability for yourself. I really like the way that sounded. You have the ability to create stability for yourself. Yeah. And, and it does take investment. It does take a lot of commitment. Um, and it takes a lot of getting rid of some of the bullshit stories that you've been telling yourself. And, and, uh, and yeah, a lot of times people chase titles or brands like, Hey, I work at Nike. I work at Adidas. I work at Lululemon. Like, yeah, look at me. I'm a assistant as an associate manager and we get caught up in the titles, but what is, what do they really mean? You know, what do they really mean? Like it's just fucking letters and words. And, and, and a lot of times it, it ties us to this very limited identity. And you say like, hey, what do you do? Oh, I'm an accountant, I'm a financial manager, I'm a lawyer, I'm a X, Y, Z. And you start to identify your whole self as a human by your, by your vocation. And now what happens when that's taken away from you? What are you gonna answer now when someone asks, what do you do? you have the ability to answer that question in a powerful way, however you want to answer it. Because you literally can create your reality and there's no better time to do it than right now. I agree. Yeah, go for it. Lean into it. Hell yeah, guys. So I'm super excited. Thank you so much for tuning in to the end of the show. Don't forget to book that clarity call with Abraham. 
on Instagram, it's at Abraham Casales. So it's A-B-R-A-H-A-M-C-A-S. A-L-L-A-S. And guys, just shoot him a direct message now. Let him know that you listen to the show and that you really want to uh, have some clarity and build some clarity and maybe create that offering and start sharing that gift that you have in a more powerful, profound way. There's really no better time than right now. The world needs you. I need you. And uh, again, guys, thank you so much for all the love. You already know what time it is. I know it's hard to exchange energy with people physically right now, but what can you do to exchange energy and connect with people in this challenging time? Maybe it is sending them a message. Maybe it is FaceTiming someone or leaving them some sort of personal note. I promise you it'll go such a long way. So really see how you can connect with people. Maybe it's friends from the past, maybe it's family members, but you have the ability right now to exchange energy in such a powerful way. So do that, exchange that energy and start sharing those gifts with the world. Peace out, fam. Podcast fam, thank you so much for listening until the end of the show. Your energy genuinely means the world. And the best way for me to continue improving this experience is for you to leave a review. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was from today's show. It genuinely means the world to me to get your feedback so I can continue evolving this experience. Your word of mouth is my oxygen. Thank you so much for tuning in and I can't wait for next episode.